Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes is brought to you by the following sponsor. This is Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes for Thursday, June 11, 2020. My name's Chad LeMay and I'm back in the shop. This will be Season 2, Episode 1. So, thank you if you listened to any of Season 1. Yeah, hopefully this season will be better, for obvious reasons. What I'm working on is a shaker-style serving tray. I'll be doing corner joinery, which is the the highlight of this this project. I got yeah. As far as a recap go, I was able to get three of the five shaker beer cozies in a a sellable state. No, what I have eight. Yeah, I had eight in the last two runs. I did. I was able to get eight total beer cozies finished. And three of them are acceptable. Uh, so I put those on Etsy. What do we got? One cherry and two maple. All with a natural finish. Two coats of tongue oil and a, a coat of uh, hard wax. So they look good. Even the ones that I'm not going to sell look good. I just, I, I can't sell them because there's a, like, a tiny crack between the fingers. And... You can't sell that. Have you ever seen a shaker box with a crack between the fingers? No, you haven't because no one sells them because it's not, that's no good. It's not done. So I've got some, I don't know what to do with them. I'm, I'll, I'm, I'm sure I'll end up giving them away. Uh, I don't know. Um, all right. So moving away from that for a minute, the shaker inspired serving tray. Uh, that I'm working on the I I wish I'd picked a a simpler in between project or one off project a serving tray is basically a, a shallow box with no lid and two of the sides are wonky and that they've got this handle that protrudes up and is rounded and blah 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 and I've decided to even round the handle so they're not square that. I don't know if it, I don't know if that makes sense, but I just said it anyway. So, yeah, whatever. I'll put some pictures on Instagram of what I got for today. The joint is going to be a half line dovetail, so I guess let's get started on that. Oh, before I do that, you know what I want to do is just touch up my my reference edge, so. Let's call it this. The inside sides of the box or the the serving tray sides um, will be the reference face. And then the bottom edge of those sides will be the reference edge. So the edge that's going to be joined to the bottom of the serving tray. That'll be the uh, the reference edge. So I just want to uh, make sure all those are perfectly square. I've been, yeah, after dimensioning these, what has it been, two weeks? I don't even know. Uh, there might be a little bit of wiggle, a little bit of movement. And when I put them together, they, they're not quite perfect. So uh, before I do that, I'm going to sharpen my, my smoother because the last time I tried to use it, it was fighting me. So yeah, let's sharpen the smoother. Okay, so I just took a few shavings and I, I, where I left the plane last, I took some shavings and some scrap, I should say. 
And where I left the plane last was I was able to get shavings, but they were like uh, crimpy, like crinkled, super fine crinkle. And um, I think that means my chip breaker is too close to the edge. So I'm going to scoot that back just a whisker and see what that does for me. All right, that worked great. Um, that's all I had to do. I sharpened last time and I, apparently I just set the chip breaker wrong. So now I can square up my sides or just double check. Let's say that. All right, so I just checked, checked the edge that I want to make sure is square and it's perfect. So I don't need to do anything. I'm going to put my smoother away and try to figure out what next. Oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm laying out. This is going to take some some amount of brain power. Hopefully I'm up for the task. All right, the first lines I make are the, what will be the baseline for the tails. All right, so the dovetail baseline is in on the long edges. I've set my, my router plane uh, to take a super small amount off. I'm going to try, well, I'm going to recess make a little ledge um, and that'll help me register when I go to mark out the pins. Um, I've made my baseline with my marking gauge which I set carefully according to how deep I want it the pins sorry how deep I want the tails to go into what will be the pin board leaving a little bit making it half blind and then I deepen that baseline with my marking knife well, let's take a pass and see if I have to back off with the with the router plane. All right, so I just tested it. I do have to back off. Yeah, so I'm going to use the setting that I have to mark my final depth for this step, which is, I mean, it looks like a 30-second. Maybe, I don't know. No, it's probably a 16th. All right, so I do have to back off, but I'm going to make my final depth. Let's call it a 16th for the sake of, I'm not going to measure this. So let's do that. Okay, so I have the, the step scribed in, and I just laid out my, uh, my tails, and I'm ready to cut. And I'm trying to decide if I should take off that step first, which would make it basically impossible for me to lay out with the dovetail marker that I have, or if I should cut my dovetails first. And I'm not sure what to do. Okay, so I've decided just to lay out all my tails and I believe I'll be at this point if I were just to start if I were to get a saw right uh, if I were to get a saw out right now or start routing with the router plane I would be getting a saw out that way I could use both si both sides as a reference um, that way I can cut to a line on both sides I think I saw well I don't know Whoever I saw do this was obviously an expert at cutting dovetails, and they could get a straight cut without marking the back of the board, or when they're cutting, without marking the far side of the board. I'm not that guy, so I think I'm going to do, I would do the cutting first, but I'm going to mark everything out while I get everything set as far as my marking gauge, calipers, that, that sort of thing. Yeah, that seems smarter. Okay, so I got my... my dovetails all laid out. I haven't cut anything. I haven't routed the step in yet. I've only got a few minutes left. Not enough to start. I don't want to cut like, I want to cut them all at once. 
and now that I've got them, I'm I I put the two together and they they're almost perfectly lined up as far as my my layout goes. So I'm wondering if I should try to cut gang cut them. Yeah, I'm taking my time on this, obviously. So I laid it out in such a way where I knifed in my baseline on what'll be the inside. It won't be seen, obviously, because there's going to be a step there. And then I tried to just knife in the baseline at the bottom of the tails, not going all the way across. And I did it on three out of four. On one of them, I, I guess I got excited and I just scribed the line all the way across. That'll be there. Because these are the dimensions that they're going to be. Maybe I'll maybe I'll scrape them after, but that, that line's not going to come out. I think I should wrap it up right there. This is Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes for Friday, June 12th, 2020. My name is Chad LeMay and I'm back in the shop. Let's see, I left off with, with layout and I wasn't sure if I was going to route or cut and I've decided to route before cutting and I'm going to gain cut because I think that'll go quicker. I haven't done it before, nor have I done the step. So yeah, I'm off in no man's land. Might as well go for it, right? I mean, all things considered, if I screw these pieces up, they're easy to remake. It's just, they're just rectilinear boards. So I can do that. Let's just go for it. Let me get set up to route these things. All right, I've got three of the four done, so I, I thought I'd stop and try to explain what's happened here. Yeah, so I would clamp these in the face vise and use a chisel to try to pare down as close to the line as I dared. And then I would just route the router plane, the remainder, to bring it down uh, coplanar with the inside face of the board. Easy peasy. It's what taken me probably 15 minutes for each one so far. Yeah, that's it. There'll be Instagram pictures of that progression, bringing it down to a step. So enjoy those. Don't forget to like. All right, let's just do this last one real quick here. All right, so I've got my last step cut. I've got my two sides clamped up in the face vise, and I threw the, what are they called? Wood screw? I think that's it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I threw another vise on it or another clamp on it. Wood. Yeah, I think they're. I think it's all the wood screw. So they're clamped up, and I'm. I was trying to figure out how to get nice and square across, uh, across the two boards that are going to be dovetailed, given that there's a gap in between. And I even contemplated clamping a square and sawing up against the square, but I think I'm just going to go with uh, knifing, cutting in a knife wall. Basically, if you're familiar with Paul Sellers, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you listen to this, chances are you're familiar with Paul Sellers. So I'm going to scrub in knife walls and start cutting. All right, I've cut all my dovetails. Um, well, I've cut a pair of dovetails. Let's say that. Yeah, I would try to do it like a first class cut where you make a square line across the end grain and then drop the heel of the saw and follow your line keeping it straight i did that how do i describe that i did that half halfway across no i did that for for the cuts where i could see the where i could see the line on the left side of my blade because i'm right-handed and then i turned the piece around and finished those cuts and then i 
did basically the other cuts that I hadn't done starting on that side. Yeah. Anyway, so, so I'm cut. I haven't unclamped it yet, but I think I'm going to see how these clean up before I get and cut the other end of the board. I think that makes a little more sense rather than just go for it because what I did here, well, I didn't lay out for a gang cut. I laid out each side. Uh, I laid out each board, ganged them together, and then gang cut them. So following your layout for the tails, if you're doing tails first, is not as important as cutting square. So you want, or I want, perfectly square tail faces. That way they will sock it into the pin board perfectly. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so yeah, I'm going to take this apart and see what I've got. This doesn't look too bad. Just looking at one, I just pulled them apart and I sawed off the outside uh, piece of waste. And it, I think it looks all right. I'm, it's hard to tell without, I mean, I, I'll have to do some pairing, obviously, to clean up the saw cuts. This saw is, well, it is what it is. But I'll have to also clean out the waste uh, between the tails before I can actually determine how square I've got and I just don't have time today so this is hand tool woodworking shop notes for Tuesday June 16th 2020 my name is Chad LeMay and I'm back in the shop while I was being diligent listening back to what I've previously recorded I also cut out the waste between the tails for one of the boards and cut the waste off the ends of the outside cut the waste from outside of the tails on the next board. So I've got, to, uh, I've got to clean up the waste between the tails. I've got two sets of tails cut. I just got to clean up the waste between. And when I say clean up the waste, I've used my coping saw and, and my crochet. I, I, I'm liking the coping saw more and more, uh, probably because of, the co uh, because of the crochet. I've got the, the teeth in the saw to cut on a pull stroke. I've got the workpiece against the crochet, and when the saw goes down through the wood, it cuts. I think I read, I noticed it in a you know glancing past that if you have the teeth so coping saw cuts on the pole, then you've got continuous tension. That way, if you get a little bind, the saw is working with you, and you're not pushing the saw in a way that if, and I guess in a dramatic fashion, you could uh, release the blade. Not that that's a, a worry, but yeah with with this i guess it's similar to the way a bandsaw works where the cut is pushing the wood down to the work surface and with the crochet i can i can nuzzle up with my my workbench stool and uh and just and just work it away to to remove the waste i do kind of a sweeping cut into one corner and then i try to get down into that corner as much as i can with the saw and do another another cut to try to get close to the baseline I guess you could say I will definitely have some chisel work to do but it's minimal compared to having to chop these out with a with a chisel which is ideal because the space in between these tails is pretty small and I'll be pushing it with my with the size of my chisels all right so uh, let me cut out the yeah let's do a little more cutting here I'm all cut and I'm ready to clean up with the chisels I've got my quarter inch and I've got a, um, a set of four uh, Stanley Sweethearts uh, 750 series. I believe these are A2 steel. The smallest one in this set is a quarter inch. 
apparently you can get an eighth. I didn't see it on Amazon when I went and bought a eighth inch chisel. So I've got also a uh, eighth inch uh, Narex. My profile on that is like a mortise chisel where these are more general bench chisels with the ease corners. I'll be using the eighth baseline is shoot maybe a sixteenth over an eighth. So yeah, all the sorry, I'll I'll be using the quarter. And the baseline is like a sixteenth over that quarter. Hopefully hopefully I can get away with it just with the Stanley. So let's start chopping away. Alright, I'm clean down to the baselines or I'm the baselines are clean. Let's say that. Yeah, uh, for both sets of tails I was able to just just tap the chisel down, leaving a like a 30-second, you know, come at it from both sides. And then after that, get into the baseline, the knife line with the chisel, and tap that down uh, from both sides, and we are cleaned up. Now I have to clean up the sides of my pins, and just to make sure everything's nice and square. They're a little bit, like, bumpy from from being a saw curve I guess I can leave most of that but and I can cheat too kind of because this is going to be half blind I only have to have well no it's I mean it's got to be strong right I'm afraid this is just going to be a lot of fussing um I am going to try to employ a new trick that I learned for ensuring that the sides of your pins are straight which is to Basically take a couple of six inch rulers. I've got a couple of steel six inch rulers and you hold one on a known square which would be like the the edge of the board and you hold another one against the edge of the pin and after six inches uh, any deviation will start to show up. So yeah, so I guess it's uh, let's get fussy. Well, that took forever. I've got uh, I've got one set cleaned up. I've never ever taken that much time and effort into making my my tails square like that. I've just tried to make them good, but square I think is what to shoot for. I am gonna jump right into rather than clean up the other set of tails, marking out and hopefully cutting and fitting these today. Uh, we'll see. But anyway, so the step that I made on what'll be the inside of this tailboard is gonna help me line up for layup. We'll get a picture of that for Instagram. Let's do that. I've run out of time for the day. Where I'm at is I've got, I, I did my layout, that went completely without issue. I recommend putting a step in your dovetails just for that. We'll see, hopefully it turns out to be a neater joint in the end because we're covering up the inside of the joint. Why I keep saying we? I also cut the dovetail, I cut the pin board, which is a series of sockets. That went without issue. I think I wandered a little bit. Cutting to a knife line that I did not darken. A knife line on end grain of the mahogany is pretty tight. So it was a little bit tricky to see. I'm making excuses. Just got sloppy with the first cut. Hopefully that doesn't foul everything up. And then chopping out, chopping a little bit in end grain, and then chopping across the end grain to just kind of work your way all the way back. You being me. Uh, I'm calling it for the day. I'm going to... I'll leave everything out. I'm coming down tomorrow. This is Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes for Wednesday, June 17th, 2020. My name's Chad LeMay, and I'm back in the shop. I just cleaned up and dry fit 
my first joint here for the shaker serving tray. That's the first joint of the Hapline Dovetail. Yeah, I spent about an hour cleaning out and fettling the, the pin board, the sockets for the pin board. And I got a good fit. The so-called sloppy saw curve that I cut was not sloppy at all. And in fact, the gap that I have is not on that cut. Yeah, and I'll be able to fill that gap with uh, uh, a wedge that tapers to zero. I'm happy with this. It's not perfect by any means, but I feel like now that I've done it, I can carry on and hopefully be faster with the next one. What I'm going to do next, I think, is go back and cut my tails for the other ends of these boards. Yeah, I think that's the move. But I'll take some pictures of this, and yeah, that'll be up on Instagram today for sure. Okay, so I cut out my tails. I didn't clean out the waist between them because I didn't want to mix up my pieces. So I left the waist between them, so I'll still have to get the coping saw out to, to fix that. And then I banged out another joint, cleaned it up, cleaned up the tails faster than I did yesterday, and I basically cleaned out the sockets as I was going. At one point, somehow I mixed it up, and I was using the tails from yesterday's joint to test fit and clean out the sockets for today's joint. And when I realized that, I tried the tails from today's joint, and they they almost work. Just a little bit more cleaning, and I was there. And that's because I lay, uh, when I do my layout, I use the compass. So all my tails are almost exact-ish or close enough. So that was good. Yeah, and I got it to fit. So I got, I did get faster. I probably all in all took me an hour and a half. I'm going to wrap it up for the day. And if I'm down here tomorrow, I'll bang out the other two joints and then I'll, I'll be able to put the, the sides of the tray together. All right, it's tomorrow and I'm not going to work on, on the other two corners today. I am going to work on actually editing this podcast for season two. That's the big improvement so far is I'm recording you know, a microphone and editing as so much as I can figure out according to whatever random video I find on YouTube. So yeah, thanks for listening. Oh, before I said uh, my dovetails worked out because I used a compass and I meant to say dividers, obviously, maybe not. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. My name is Chad LeMay. This has been Handtool Working Shop Notes for the week of, I don't know, June 18th. You can catch me on Instagram, at Chad LeMay. You can check out the website if you like, chadlemay.com. We'll bring you to the same place as handtoolwoodworkingshopnotes.com. And you can check me out on Etsy if you want to get a wooden beer cozy that fits a standard can. I believe it's Chad LeMay is the name of my shop. All right, thanks again. Bye.